everyone, and welcome to episode three of Together We Sparkle. I am Andrea. And I am Michael. And we are going to have a very fun conversation today. <laughs> so, uh, last week, we um, kind of ended the podcast and I made a bit of a comment about a passage in Ephesians. Um, and I also asked... Um, the audience on social media what they wanted us to talk about so considering that we ended with that passage in ephesians which basically talks about how women need to submit to the man and men need to love their wives that we would kind of just naturally go into that yes. so i thought we'd talk about it today um, there's so many ways to look at this and I kind of have my, like what's on my mind right now. Um, so what I want to do is really focus on it from like a gender role perspective, I guess okay. to say. Um, now I am a woman. No way. Yeah, wow. I am. I am a woman. Wow. That's... And um, I guess Quite it could, bold of you. Yes, I know. Just say it like that. I identify as a woman, so okay. I'm good. Okay. Um, so I'm a little biased and have strong feelings about topics related to women mm -hmm. because as a woman in the Christian world, yep. there is still some antiquated misogynistic and patriarchal thinking yeah yeah there okay sure is. Yep. um in the churches still you know there are more than not churches that believe that women shouldn't be in leadership right that um you know women are weaker and less than and the less than part the tricky thing is that if you were to say that a someone views women as less than they would say no they don't however the truth is their beliefs the statements that come out of their mouth and the way they live their lives demonstrate that they view women as inferior beings less than beings and that men are at the top of the totem pole. Mm -hmm. So, honey bunches, yes, you know me, <laughs> and I really am passionate about the ridiculousness of that way of thinking. Yes, absolutely. Because it does not match God's creation and God's heart. And I'm not saying that just from someone who has a relationship with God through prayer and worship. I'm saying that through someone who diligently and passionately studies the scriptures. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Okay. Um, so there is that passion, that, that uh, passage in Ephesians that we all know about which um, there's even books like there's a book called love and respect and tons of books that really highlight the teaching of 
how men just need to love their wives. And if you were to love your wife better, then your marriage would be successful. And then on the opposite side, how women, if you were to just submit to your man and do what he says and recognize that he is the head of the household, your marriage will be successful. Mm -hmm. And as someone who has read all those books, right? <laughs> I could say that it's a bunch of hooey. Because if it was that simple, everyone would have wonderful marriages. Right. But there's a huge disconnect and imbalance because we're putting all of the responsibility on one person. Right. Um, so there was a meme, and I wouldn't even call it a meme. It's a an approach to healthy communication. It just was put into a meme. Um, you know, into a meme graphic okay. that really helps people have healthy conversations when they are experiencing what we would define as negative emotions. So right. they're upset, they're sad, they're angry, they're frustrated, they're anxious, they're stressed, whatever. There's a way to communicate with one another where it's in a respectful fashion. Right. Okay. But before we discuss that, because you know what meme I'm talking about, because yeah, you commented uh, on my meme. I did. Yeah. Yes. So before we get there, I kind of want to lay a little bit of ground. And I just want to say right off the bat, I feel hurt and scared to share. And I need to feel safe. Is it because I'm if not you're letting willing you talk? to calm and feel safe that you want to calmly talk? Wait, okay. wow, that... Where are you? So are you telling me that I never listened to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that's the response for silent treatment. Okay. Nothing is wrong, silent treatment. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm responding it, in the right way. Is it because... I'm not going to give you the silent treatment. I'm going to go, I feel hurt and scared to share, and I need to feel safe, and that you want to calmly talk. Yeah, we need to practice this. No, no, but, but you're you, reading something. I know, but I have to memorize it. So okay. I feel hurt and scared to share right no, the now. The point is not to memorize it. And I need to feel safe that you want to calmly talk. Right. Right. You good? Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I nailed I'm it. Good. I'm good. I nailed it. I need to work on the this. The whole this is point. Good. The whole point, though, dear husband. It's not that you memorize it. By the way, I'm not hurt or scared. Right. I know you're making a point. Is not to memorize it, nor is it to force someone else to talk to you in this way. Yes. This yes. is about. That the, would be a mistake to view it from that point of view. That meme, and I'll share a link in the show notes for anyone who wants to look. That The whole point of that demonstration is to give you examples of mm -hmm. what it looks like to own your emotions, to recognize your emotions, and to verbally communicate them to a person in respect and love. So I noticed like one side of the meme is in blue mm -hmm. and one side of the meme is in pink. That just... So I was wondering if I say all the blue things and you say <laughs> all the pink things. No, 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 no. No, did I miss so, that? So we're going to talk about that in detail. <laughs> and we'll like try to verbally explain what it says since 
whoever's okay. listening may not have the visual to it, so I want to recognize right. that. But basically, you can go to you can go stalk Andrea's Facebook and well, look I'm up. Well, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Yeah, you can also stalk her Facebook. But, and but successful ways to communicate when hurt. Right. So basically, successful ways to communicate when it's hurt, and then it has like instead of communicating in this way, which is passive aggressive statements, tones, and behaviors. And then kind of what the healthier version of that would look like. Right. And it's not about you memorizing it. And it's not necessarily about just a generic I statement because, you know, pop psychology will teach you use I statements. The whole point of I statements is really about owning and recognizing your emotions Mm -hmm. and then taking responsibility for those emotions because like when, when one of the girls or someone comes to me and said, you made me feel or they made me feel, what do I say? Well, they didn't make you feel anything. Yes, no no one should have that amount of control over your life where they're right. making you feel something. You right. may feel it, but they didn't make you do that. Well, the reason I, I made this post is because it says here, so on the left-hand side, it says- In blue, by the way. In blue. It's what the man are supposed of, to say. It, no, instead okay. of, and then in parentheses, it says passive aggressive statements. Okay. Okay. So when you ask me, pretend you're asking me what's wrong. Uh, hold on. I'll, I'll, I can play this No, out. just say what's wrong. What's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. And then silent treatment. You don't talk to the person. Okay. That's I passive aggressive. I need aggressive. to see it too, so I can know what we're talking about. Right here. Don't don't okay. go here. Okay, just here. Okay. Okay. Then you say something and I'm like, oh my God, you're so insensitive and selfish. Okay. Or you're just so busy. And and I'm not gonna answer any of your calls so you can see how it feels. Oh my god, I so did that to you the other day, by the way. Did? Yeah, I didn't use that particular word, but you cut me off when I was in mid conversation for like the fifteenth time in a row. Oh yeah. And I was like and I was like, You do that every time. He and then I stopped it. talking. He does, but he's right. I, do I totally I do stopped talking for like a couple of minutes. I know. And I was like, I just, that's okay. I don't need to talk, tell this story because you're just going to cut me off right. before you actually hear what I have to say. And, and what I should have said. No, we're not going there yet. Okay. <laughs> then it says like, you're so annoying. Whatever. Right. Okay. Please. We all know people who talk like this. Okay. I do it sometimes too. And then just forget it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything uh, you've done is that to fine. Me. Yep. You never listen to anything that I say. There you go. Right? That was very similar to what I had to yes. say. Yes. So that is passive aggressive statements. Yes. Okay. And let's be honest. For me, it was straight up aggressive. When okay. we <laughs> can be, <laughs> when we talk like that, it's going to cause a reaction in the other person. Yes. Which my whole point with my post was that passive aggressive statements and behaviors are a form of manipulation. Sure they are. Because what you're doing is trying to force a reaction or an action from the other person with your words and your behavior. Therefore, you're trying to control the person. In my case, I was just bothered. And it's never positive. Right. But you and I have a very open communication, so I don't take it like that. Because it also, there has to be like a heart thing going on. Okay. So, first of all, let me just say this. The silent treatment, 
is extremely manipulative it's childish and stop doing it so if you blow up, if you blow up at me as the woman as the water uh -huh. as the weak emotional vessel that has no Deal control if you just blow up at me i'm allowed to give you silent treatment no yes i am i'm supposed to say oh yes i understand hey I get it, and then I go deal with my problems somewhere else. I guess that's not silent treatment. That's not silent treatment. You're acknowledging what they're feeling. So you actually do need to acknowledge. Yes. Okay. And then I can give you silent there's treatment. There's a whole, no? I mean, there's a way to okay. handle when someone's word vomiting. Okay. But this, this is not about me telling you, Michael, when okay. you talk to me, you better use all the stuff on the right hand side you better use your i statement so that i don't get triggered that's not what this is about this is about me andrea reading something and as a powerful person saying i want to be better at communication and at life and i want to treat people with love and respect and honor and and by doing one of the ways i can do that is by owning my emotions so instead of saying nothing, never mind, it's fine, saying, hey, I'm really hurt right now and I'm trying to process what's going on, basically you communicate your feelings no matter how awkward it is. It's what we talked about last well, week. Well, you have said that to me before. I'm really hurt right now. I'm trying to process. I'm what trying to process, but you're, 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 the whole point is me not making it about you saying like, oh, you you stayed in the car on the phone with your friend and you just ignored me and you did this because you know that's not what you did. So if I were to say, approach you in that way, you're gonna get defensive. Your ego is gonna get in the way because you didn't do anything wrong. There's By the way, if you have no idea what she's talking about, it's because we talked about it in another podcast. Yes, go to last week's podcast. <laughs> but that sounded a, weird otherwise. There's an injustice. <laughs> There's, there's an injustice Wait, going Wait, he did on. What now? There's an injustice going on. So you're going to defend yourself. Right. It's natural. As opposed to me saying, hey, you know, I'm really hurt right now. I'm confused. I feel triggered or whatever it is, however you want to, but you're owning it and you're not placing the blame on the other person. Although their actions and words may have contributed to how you feel, you're owning your feelings and you're letting them know these are my feelings. And yeah, it may have been something that you did, but I'm telling you they're my feelings. Right. And you and have we... a right to, as someone who I love and loves me, you have a right to know what you did hurt me. But I'm not going to blame you for my feelings and be accusatory i'm going to own it and communicate so that you can understand there's right. a whole different the scriptures talk a lot about if we're going to talk about the context of couples communication things like that right talks about love talks about submission talks about respect talks about honor there's tons and tons of scripture okay about these things i am going to share but one or two of each one so that you can go look it up because this is not necessarily a full-blown teaching podcast. No. This is for us to have dialogue and conversation. You'll notice I was looking down and over here. It's because I, as you were talking, I was thinking of things I wanted to talk about, so I was pulling them up. Great. That's why I was ignoring you a minute ago. Right. Um, 
Yes, you can use that as your cheat sheet if you want. I feel unseen. I need to see you concerned about my feelings. Um, I feel unseen. Match it up with the blue so I know what to say. OMG, you're so insensitive and selfish. Yeah, you're so insensitive and selfish. Stop reading the Bible and <laughs> pay attention to me. Okay. So. Apparently, I don't know how this thing works. Okay. So, no, no, you don't. Okay. So, John 13, 34, 35, Jesus says, I leave you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. This is how you will be known as my disciples, right. by your love for one another. Okay. It is not telling you that you should love your husband only, your kids only, your parents only, your siblings only, your pastor only, your church only. It says, love one another as I have loved you. End of story. And if you read First John, there's going to be tons of verses that talk about how God is love, how we are to love one another. If we are his children, we will love one another. And if we don't love one another, we cannot call ourselves his children. So there's this, this and I feel like everyone can agree, we all are supposed to love one another. Right. Okay. Now, respect. First Peter two seventeen talks about respect. Let me um, read that one, and that one also is um, kind of like a mutual. Everyone should respect everyone else. So it says, show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Now you can go read that in context, but the whole premise and there's other verses in in uh, First Peter actually and in other passages that talk about how we should respect one another. And then in Ephesians 5.21, it says, submit to one another out of reverence. And before that, it talks about how we should be speaking to one another in Psalms and hymns, songs in the spirit. Basically, let's talk to each other in a way that worships God. Okay. Okay. And then it says, submit to one another. And then in Romans 12.10, it talks about honor. I work so much faster with the actual physical Bible. Um, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another. Um, uh, honor one another above yourselves. And then there's the, the verse in Matthew 7 and Luke 6 that talks about how you should do to someone else what you would want them to do to you. Okay, then, so that's in like not King James Version. This is my my paraphrase. Yeah. Do to someone else what you would want them to do to you. Okay. So there's this clear like the Bible is teaches us, and there's like Danny Silk has great, great material on this, how we should treat one another, how we can have relationship, how we can have communication, one uh, and live our lives in a way that demonstrates love, respect, honor submission which to me really is humility if we're talking about submission okay it's humility okay it's not like a master slave relationship no mm. master it's not so oh she's however master. if we were to go to ephesians that? she called me master there i'm gonna call you master in a sec uh again so if we look at ephesians and the I way it's taught Oh, that's tea, that. right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's fun stuff. Do you need mm -hmm. a bib? <clears throat> Probably. Okay. Are you okay? Do you need a straw or something? Probably. Okay. Yep. So, need that too. <laughs> so Ephesians 22, I'm going to read Ephesians 22 and then on, but not the whole thing. So wives, Andrea, 
Submit yourself to your own husband as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is a savior. Not you, Jesus, the head of the church, is the savior of the world. But like he is the head, you are the metaphorical head of the household, Mm -hmm. not the actual head. So this is not saying you have the brains and I don't have the brains. No, I always read it that way. I always thought I was the brain, I was the head, and then you were like... I just followed along because I have no choice. Yeah, you have no brain at all. You just do whatever I say. No, No? that's not what it's saying. Oh. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands and everything. Now, when the Mm -hmm. church submits to Christ... Okay. Are we being forced to submit? Uh, No. There is a choice. Actually, it's a heart thing. It's a heart thing. There is a choice. There's okay. a choice. There's a desire. Correct. So. It's actually the empire forces you. Forces you. To Correct. follow Christ. Correct. And you were, or you're, if you're born into a country that is completely Muslim, you are a Muslim. You're you raised to. a Muslim. Correct. If you're born into a country that. And there was a time when you were born into a Christian country. You had to be you Christian. You had to be Christian. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't much of a choice in the or, matter. How yeah. much of a Christian are you if the only reason you're a Christian is so that you don't get killed or so that your parents like you Man, or whatever the case the is? Shirt. Wow. That's okay. Babe. So then verse 25 says, Husbands. So much for the head. So you, you need to love me just as Christ loves the church and gave himself up for her. Right. To make her holy, cleansing her by washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body. But they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does a church. That's right. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a great one to talk about flesh, because we don't physically become one body. So flesh is not talking about this. Yeah. That's a topic for another day, but just, you know, a little something for you to think on. This is a profound mystery, but I'm talking about Christ and the church. What is Paul saying here? Let's read this in context. This is a mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church, not wives and husbands. Yeah, He's making an illustration. Yep. Okay. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. So my question to you, dear husband. Yeah is so you don't have to love me i have to love you wait so no not according to that verse yeah i don't it's not telling me to right so i don't have to correct according to i just have to submit and do whatever you want (laughs) well read the verse again that is the path to a happy successful marriage (laughs) there i i I sense you are screwed because i don't do I don't listen to you very well. Where are we at? Right here. However, each one of you must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Okay. I just need to respect you. Yeah, you actually don't have to obey me either. 
No. So, so. Because it doesn't say husband, wives obey your husbands. So I, do I need to focus on loving you like Christ loves the church? No, then. Well, okay. So we're being facetious here, obviously. Because like, um, then it says like, but it, it tells children to obey their parents, to honor their parents. So does that mean that only the child needs to honor their parents? The parents don't need to honor the child? Yeah. Or it says fathers don't provoke your children. So is it okay for the children to provoke the fathers? Nope. And and why are we asking, why am I asking this question and being a little bit of a pain in the butt right now? Yeah, it, it's, yeah, I, I, I get where you're going. I see what you're saying. There's definitely a problem in the story here. What are we missing? I mean, do you guys see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's, so it's like, it's I'm not telling us not to do love you. It. You're only supposed to respect me. Right. Okay. Um, and submit. Don't forget that master. I, not in that verse. That's ju just but the respect. the verse before says I need to submit. It starts off with submission. Submission is like the important aspect. Okay. And then, you know, obey the... Respect children. is measured by submission anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is what happens when you pick and choose what verses you're going to live or pull certain verses out. Mm-hmm and say, I live by that verse. Right. Right. And you don't weigh out the, the, what is happening. You don't look at stuff from context. You don't look at the overall arcing view of scripture and you just pick it verse by verse and try to define it and narrow it down through the Western and English mindset. Or based on your own experience. Right and methods that have worked for you like, to justify oh, your way of living. This doesn't apply to me necessarily, but a man could say, oh, I went through a marriage and my wife just did whatever she wanted and we ended up in divorce. Therefore, my next marriage, I'm gonna make sure she obeys me so that we don't end up in divorce. Right, and, right? Then, and then this poor woman comes along and then he marries her. And the next thing you know, she's a slave to him right because he has she no, has to obey she's him not a slave michael she's a wife who submits no i'm just saying in this guy's head she has to do everything he says otherwise it's going to end in divorce because his last marriage ended in divorce well yeah you're right so if you start applying experience your life experience or someone else's life experience to individual verses in the bible pick and choose which ones match up you're going to get way off when it comes to relationships. I mean, oh, yeah. way off. Yeah. And you're going to end up there's in a, a really of, bad spot. There's a lot of screwed up people in the Bible. and You could literally justify just about anything you do and say. Sure. If you take it out of context. Correct. Um, yeah. So um, obviously we were being a little bit facetious there. But if I... If... We are to make it in a covenant relationship. Mm -hmm. We must love each other. We must respect each other. We must honor each other. And we must obey each other. Right. Okay. It goes both ways. I believe in, in, in Ephesians um, because of other verses in Ephesians. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe Paul is addressing a situation in the Ephesian church. I don't have time to go into the whole teaching on that, but I know for a fact he was addressing a situation where 
in some cases, the women were rising up in the church and overpowering the men mm -hmm. and taking over, uh, at least in one of the churches, I don't know if it was Ephesus, but another one of the churches, they were actually rising up and taking over the congregation and talking over the congregation. The problem was the women were completely unlearned at that time. Mm -hmm. They didn't know really the gospel or scripture very well. And, you know, they needed to learn from their husbands for a time until they could finally rise up in, in, in ministry, in a ministry aspect. Um, and so Paul was addressing that problem within the church, mm -hmm. right? And trying to, and, and obviously Ephesians is a lot of times a, a book like Ephesians would be a response to a letter yes, that Paul had it, already received that we don't have copies of. Right. Like how cool would that be if we had the copy that came from Ephesus to mm -hmm. Paul and that Paul was responding to, then we'd have a better idea of why he said certain things. Right. Hey, children are way out of line here. They're doing whatever they want. No, children are supposed to obey their parents. Okay. Right. It's, it's, the wives aren't honoring their husbands. They're saying whatever they want. No, they do need to respect their husbands. Husbands aren't loving their wives. They're 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 just running off with with other women. They're treating them terribly. They're divorcing them over hot soup, you know, which we know happened, you know, and, and they're not loving their lives very well. And Paul's like, no, you're actually supposed to love your wife, wife, and honor her and care for her. Like Christ loves love the, the church. church. Right. So I think this really important in, in these verses that we put this into context properly. Otherwise, it gets way off, just like we just used as an example. Right. So uh, another thing to remember when reading the scriptures and in a book like Ephesians is that this book was actually a letter. So this letter was not written with chapters and numbers, nor was it divided up into the paragraphs and sections that the publishers have made. Yes. So we, the reality is for us to gain the, the true content, to, to begin understanding the context, we must read all of Ephesians from start to finish so that we can get the underlying theme of what Paul is getting at and, yeah. and read it. Because right before Paul says, wives, submit to your husbands, he literally, the verse right before it says to the church, submit one to another. Yeah. So why is it that in a church setting, we have to submit one to another? That means men and women equally but in the home only the women needs to submit yeah i believe that there is a mutual submission that needs to happen um just like i believe there's a mutual love as christ because that's the new commandment mm -hmm. just like i believe there needs to be honor and if i take responsibility for loving you respecting you submitting etc and you do the same inevitably we will have a successful marriage is it easy no does ego get in the way absolutely do we get hurt with things yes but the point is to own and take responsibility for what the lord has asked us to do yeah and how to live our lives so and this is what about some thing. of the if okay so if we're going to take that point of view right mm -hmm. which i i agree with Right. By the way, even as a man, I, I agree with that. There's still roles, though. Um, 
I see nothing is wrong. <laughs> uh, I, what, oh, I was reading from the meme. Okay. Um, but uh, never mind. Um, so um, I'm trying to make this thing work, and it's not working very well. Um, it can work if you make it part it's of your a life. Teaching mechanism. I understand. Gonna... I understand. Mm -hmm. um, they need to put that in there. Actually, what? I understand. Just put that in there. That's a great response to for just you have about to anything. Mean it. No, you don't. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to understand. Well, some of the questions that come up would be, hey, um, so who does have the final say and is the man the head of the household? I can't deny that the man is the head of the household because that's what the scriptures say. I am still someone who believes that. I think, however, that there is a partnership. And I actually pulled something from um, some commentary from the Passion because it, it talks a lot about the Hebraic words involved during creation and the role mm -hmm. of the female. Mm. Um, I, want, I would like to talk about that. Actually. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. But it's, it's to me, it is still the man is that of the household in that way. You could call me old fashioned or whatever, but that's still the case. So if you and I are having a discussion um and we don't agree like let's say we're gonna go somewhere or whatever this is something n not like life threatening you know what i mean mm. and we're not agreeing where are we gonna eat dinner where are we gonna go something to do with the kids or whatever if we don't agree i will usually go and defer to whatever you're leaning towards mm. and the reason is because you have through experience you tend to be right with those types of things yeah but are you doing that for that reason or because the bible says so not because the bible says so <laughs> not because the bible says so i don't know if that's the right answer or the wrong answer but i'm just being honest no i'm being i'm just challenging you a little bit because that will be the the fundamental response to this that's not why i do it i i really do it because it depends what it is so exactly so that's where i was going because it, when you have a husband and wife relationship it is a covenant relationship mm -hmm. each one within their own relationship has covenant responsibilities and things that they bring to the table right so when it comes to things revolving podcast videos um scheduling ministry stuff um when it comes to managing the overall arcing um schedules and things that we do within our relationship like the administrative stuff. i do not override you ever mm -hmm. and i ask and defer to you before i make all of those decisions mm -hmm. because i know my limitations i know what you're good at and i know what i'm good at and every single marriage, mm -hmm. right, um, is needs to be developed and built that way. Right. Because my marriage and your your and I's marriage, right, is not going to look like Bob's marriage next door, right? Right. It's going to be a different marriage with a different set of understanding. Um, yes, we can all look back to Scripture as our guiding light right mm -hmm. um but it, it, within our your like it could be just the opposite over at bob's house right? right his wife could be 
kind of the the structure or he could be the scheduler he could be the the elect you know the mm -hmm. the guy that understands all this stuff scheduling and all that kind of stuff thinking about everything um and and his wife could be more like me right and and we so, really have a neighbor named Bob. Actually, we have several neighbors named Bob. Yeah, you know, you're probably living in a city where there's a lot of, um, you know, protective custody going on when Everyone's everybody's named name Bob. Bob. Um, <laughs> like, can they come up with a better but, name? But, but like, so there's the administrative part, but there's also other things. So, for example, um, in a household, you may find... You know, what some would call more traditional, the woman's the one who cooks all the time, right? Yeah. We pretty much take, to, like, you don't expect me to cook dinner every day. No. Um, and when I don't, you do, or we figure it out, but it's not an expectation. Yeah, that's not part of our, really, our relationship. I, I, I think part of it, I don't really, I don't go like, oh, why didn't you make dinner? Uh, you know, like, I don't have that that fundamental right. view that some men carry but that's like, the role and then you just need a good woman that knows how to cook and clean that's all you need and like and and for some people that's perfect and that's what women that's what that woman that they married wants to do that's how she maybe she her love language is act of service and that's how she wants to you know yes. show her love to her husband and the husband needs to embrace that and allow her to do that mm -hmm. and maybe he really likes it too you know mm -hmm. um you would think i'm a big you know i love women that can cook because of my weight but that's really not the case in fact you know she'd probably just cook me a bunch of vegan food anyways but uh yeah just, sometimes y'all don't eat what i cook. i'm just anyway, kidding um but like that in terms of gender roles right there are some old-fashioned i would use the word antiquated views of the role very superficial views of the role so the wife cooks she cleans the house she takes care of the children mm -hmm. the man uh works all day he takes out the trash does he do anything else well you know i was in africa and <laughs> you know the women do everything the women do everything right it's, it's so beautiful um i'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding it's over there <laughs> it's not over here <laughs> well guys that's it for today i hope that you enjoyed our conversation hopefully you got to take something away from it but also had some laughs along the way um don't forget to like subscribe and share if you liked it and if you have any topics that you want to hear us talk about, you can email us at hello at andreajohn.com. All right. All have right, guys. See you next time. Bye.